So today I've got a guest, which I'm really excited about, and uh, we've got Charlie O'Shields here. And he is the creator of World Watercolor Group and Doodle Wash, along with being an artist himself. So I'm really excited to welcome you to the studio. So welcome, Charlie. How are you? Great. I'm doing wonderfully. Thanks for having me. Oh, sure. This is going to be fun. I'm this really is also the first time I've ever um, been on audio. I've never even <laughs> appeared on video. So um, you're very persuasive. <laughs> oh, well, I was thinking you're very brave. And so <laughs> well, <you're, thanks. laughs> it's your first time. As you know, it's my first time actually having a guest to speak to. So I'm super excited about it. And what I really mm. like um, about this idea is not only sharing what I do with other people, but being able to bring other people into our community, you know, and you have your mm -hmm. own separate community with your uh, blog and Facebook group. And I just love the idea of expanding it. So speaking about that, why don't you tell me, first of all, um, where, where do you live? What part of the country are you in? I am in the very middle of the United States, completely landlocked in um, Kansas City, Missouri. Well, that sounds so. great, though. It's a, <laughs> but it's a, great, it's a great city. I love it here. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we get to know where you're coming from. And, and for anybody that's listening, that I'm a little bit north of San Francisco. So we have some bearings of, of where we are. And so uh, tell me, how did you, first of all, get started in art? Um, well, actually, I have an art degree, but I, um, it was more in computer graphics when I uh, started too many years ago, I won't mention. Um, and then for about, for over 20 years, um, I never even drew or sketched again. I was just uh, working as a creative director in marketing, um, mostly um, in digital, um, some print design, but it was all graphic design. And um, so actually anything that remotely was close to fine art just sort of fell to the background. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't until uh, July of 2015 that my partner, Philippe, uh, started doing watercolor. I don't know where he saw it, and he just decided it would be fun one day, and he brought home a little tin of Reeves watercolors, like the little uh, school tin, and um, just he started playing with it, and I, he, looked, he looked like he was having so much fun that I, of course, had to do it as well, and um, I got completely addicted and started a blog the next day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, as, as just a way to keep myself honest, because I thought, well, I'm just going to start a blog and I'm going to try to do this every day and I'm going to post what I make. Mm -hmm. And that was literally how Doodle Wash, my website, started. And, um, and then since then, it's been um, every day consecutively for over 1,045 days, I think now. <laughs> wow. Well, I looked at your um, Doodle Wash site again the other day, and it's very extensive what you put in there. So why don't you tell us about what you have in your, that's your blog, right? Yes. So why yes, don't you tell me about your blog? What do you have in there? Well, it's, um, I call it my blog, but it's really I like to think of it more as our blog because right. what, um, where it's me blogging daily with my posts, but my posts aren't really about um, art tutorials. Uh, they're literally, I sketch things from life and then talk about life and creativity and things like that in my posts. And then um, two to three times a week, uh, I feature guest artists 
And that actually started from the very beginning because as I started meeting artists, you know, I just wanted everyone to come play with me. I was super excited. And so, um, so really from the start, uh, I had started featuring guests and then sharing their work on my blog. And so it very quickly became our blog. It was more of a community space from the very beginning, which I loved. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and so now it's been, now there's over 450 artists who have been featured, um, sketching and painting, um, on every continent, even Antarctica. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, I know some people down there. <laughs> They're usually scientists. Um, yeah. Are they scientists that are down there? Uh, on are... this one too, I was like, now I'm trying to think. I have the one, and then I was like, now can't even remember the name off the top of my head. There's been so many, but, but, um, but yeah, I think it was it was definitely related to kind of research and that sort of mm -hmm. uh, that sort of thing. Because I mean, not every unless you're not many people would be there. <laughs> I know. Well, see, where I live, I'm surrounded by a lot of biologists, marine biologists, and uh, or. Um, Ornithologists, bird, bird scientists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they. Um, in fact, my brother-in-law used to go to Antarctica all the time, and uh, my friend Sophie Webb. She is an amazing artist, and would go down there. And she's written two children's books uh, on watercolor, and her adventures down there. So it is interesting that you can reach so far, and like you, getting very excited about expanding the community and bringing people together i feel exactly the same way i love to bring them into the studio you know like uh -huh. when i do a demonstration or even this as we're talking being able to expand that because a lot of times as you know people feel so isolated and especially who knows where they live mm -hmm. you know so that is super exciting and you also have another group which is world watercolor group um, yes. So basically that group um, is a Facebook group that had started during the first World Watercolor Month, which is some, coming up very soon in July again. The second year um, I, uh, that I had painted, I, I founded World Watercolor Month in July. And, I know. I just um, wanted to say that is pretty <laughs> amazing because what you have really done is pulled together so many artists for that all around in general but for that month you have inspired so many people uh, it was i really think that we inspire each other anytime we come together i think it's much more fun that way it's just mm -hmm. it is fun to um paint on our own and we can and we can be artists we like to be in our own space our own studio our own area but then we get so much out of connecting with others you know as well and kind of breaking out of that well, you know, actually that brings to mind like why I even started teaching. I swore I was never going to teach. I wasn't going to write. I wasn't going to do any of that. Just stay in the studio. But I got, um, I'm a people person. <laughs> so being isolated isn't necessarily, I don't find my joy in just completely being isolated. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to be broad like that and to be able to be in your studio and reach out, you know, to so many people like, like what you do, you know, it's just amazing. So, so um, tell me about this world watercolor group. You also bring guest artists on there, right? You put that on your blog, on your Facebook group. Um, yeah. So basically anything that's posted on doodle wash for that, from the guest artists, they're, they're also featured inside the Facebook group, which 
started as a World Watercolor Month group, and then um, nobody wanted to let it go after that first month. So mm -hmm. we, so I converted it into World Watercolor Group, and that's kind of how it 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 was founded. And then, of course, every month in July, it turns back into World Watercolor Month group, you know, so that everyone can celebrate together. And you do challenges too, don't you? Yeah. So um, I started. I. To keep myself going, I made a theme each month um, that I would follow mm -hmm. and kind of transition into each month. And then um, just actually a few months before World Watercolor Month, I started opening up and inviting other people to come play with me on those. And um, World Watercolor Month was the first time I uh, had created prompts for the month mm -hmm. um, so that people had something if they wanted it, optional prompts to just paint every day. And then I've been doing that ever since. And so, uh, yeah, every month on Doodle Wash, even if it's not World Watercolor Month, there's some sort of challenge. And then um, 28 to 31 prompts, depending on the month, uh, that wow. people can follow along with. And, or they can just take on the theme. I did one that was like a kid again. So, and that was oh. the overarching theme and you can paint whatever you like, but um, painting prompts together though is actually sort of fun because it's really mm -hmm. fun to see someone's take on the same idea, you know, the same um, prompt. Do you find, um, have you seen uh, other artists connect with each other like on a regular basis or I would imagine so they would see uh, other their uh, other people's posts and so i would imagine somehow they develop some type of connection personal connection in many ways and can anybody post on your facebook page do they have to be a professional <laughs> absolutely not <laughs> i'm not a professional that would be horribly <laughs> hypocritical <laughs> i'm just a guy who likes to paint with watercolor <laughs> so um, yeah, no, absolutely open to everyone. And then my goal in the group was to try to bring professionals um, along with um, people just starting out and put them all in one place, you know, just mm -hmm. have and weave in and out. So even on my featured artists, you know, I mean, yes, I have professional artists, published artists, mm -hmm. gallery featured artists, along with people who literally started um, a few months ago painting. Well well, you know, one thing um, you're bringing to mind, too, when just starting out, a lot of artists, of course, feel so intimidated. They feel or they can be paralyzed by somebody else's work that they don't think that they're good enough. And how are they ever going to get there? Well, you just get there by practicing. That's really the yeah. big thing. And uh, just allow yourself to make mistakes and just not try to limit yourself so you really give them a platform that they can do that and and it really is about trying to build their confidence put the work out there you know Absolutely. share it so i think that's fantastic also something you have associated with your world watercolor month is that program and it's also on your doodle wash site and on the world watercolor group and that uh, program for children and now I don't have the correct name for it, but it's, <laughs> why don't you, I'll let you take yeah. that over. Um, yeah, when I, when I decided to do World Watercolor Month, I did it, at, I wanted to do a 31 day challenge, you know, and make it a, where we could all come together and paint for the entire month. But I didn't just want to make it only about that. So I partnered um, with the Dreaming Zebra Foundation out of Portland, Oregon, um, and they are an organization that basically helps provide art supplies for underprivileged kids. How did you find um, out well, about them? 
I did a search um, because my, uh, my passion is uh, trying to make sure that uh, young, the younger people have access to art supplies and can, will become our future artists. Mm -hmm. um, so many artists um, that I've featured, they always start with the same story that they had the same gap like I did, you know, years where I wasn't painting or I didn't do this, but a lot of their memories come from childhood. And I just thought mm -hmm. how horribly sad it would be if you didn't have those memories to give you that spark later in life, even if you didn't become an artist from the beginning. You and, know, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt on that uh, because, that's what I do. <laughs> but um, you also brought to my attention, it just made me think about how many people, when they're children, depending on whoever's their instructor at the time, can paralyze them or say something that damages them. And then they stop Absolutely. painting for years. And that's, that's something that just can destroy the fragile ego ego of a child and I love that you're giving them uh, the opportunity to have materials that they can continue and expand and and also from this site and you know just ways for um, because that's what I want to do too I we want to nurture the children give them opportunities that they're not because it's such a digital age to try to bring them back into the tactile world yeah. now let me ask you, when it comes to the, um, how they uh, uh, distribute the supplies, is it only Portland? Uh, no, it's actually, um, it's throughout the United States and even globally. Wow, uh, globally. It goes to me. Yeah, and so it, that's why it was really, well, and that was another thing important to find, but I also just really liked them. I like um, Dawn, who heads it up. She's amazing, and it's just, just a really wonderful group. And the cool part that they have that was, I thought was a kind of a cool program is that they have a recycling program. Hmm. So instead of just donating dollars, you can donate gently used art supplies, which I also oh, encourage I artists to do that. during July to help celebrate the month. Um, to, um, so you, it isn't just about always giving money, you can actually just give art supplies themselves. How um, do they do that? How, where do they give the art supplies to? They would contact um, actually, if you go to worldwatercolormonth.com, that page um, mm -hmm. has their address oh. and you can send it directly to them. There's also a little button to make a donation, <laughs> which would be wonderful. <laughs> if even a dollar, five dollars, absolutely anything um, is always helpful. That's one, and actually that's, a, that's <clears throat> a, a perfect segue into this too, is that uh, you asked me if I'd be willing to be an ambassador, um, I said that wrong, ambassador <laughs> for your um, World Watercolor Month in July. And I agreed to that and I thought I was super excited about that and what that means is that I'll I'll be donated, donating a portion of whatever sales or uh, people that join my online courses, I'll be donating to you. And well, that'll go to the Zebra Foundation, Dreaming Zebra. Correct. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that was the exciting thing this year. I was really thrilled to, um, I was really thrilled to have artist ambassadors because uh, there's eight artists now who will, are donating at least a dollar mm -hmm. um, to whatever they decide to link to. <laughs> and it oh. was, and, and some, are, some are donating more, so they can basically donate whatever they like, but, um, but it could be a class, it could be prints, it could be uh, whatever they choose. 
And so I'm inviting people to definitely support these artists who are being incredibly generous and um, helping out for the month and supporting the charitable nature of it. Now, the other thing that uh, I, I uh, want to cover is that you have a giveaway going on in July also, is that correct? Um, yes, I have actually uh, a lot of giveaways going on in July. <laughs> well, I think everybody's um, going to be excited about that. Well, there are, um, I have amazing sponsors. There's 11 brand sponsors for the uh -huh. month. Um, and uh, they're all amazing brands that we all love. And they, uh, many of them, um, if not most of them, are doing um, giveaways for the month. So there's a chance to win um, prizes from uh, lots of different great uh, brands, from brushes to paints. <laughs> and how do they enter into that giveaway? Um, basically, I will be announcing them uh, all, all of the time throughout the month on Doodle Wash, on social media, uh, but there's a little link on doodlewash.com to sign up for the newsletter right under the World Watercolor Month logo or on the worldwatercolormonth.com page. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always send, I always send them out via that. So if you really, if you don't want to miss a giveaway, <laughs> that's the so, easiest way to make sure. So it's not like a drawing, it's just a giveaway, whoever uh, signs up. Is that um, no, it is a drawing. It oh. is. It's whoever. Yeah, it is. A, it's still just you um, enter into the giveaway um, for a chance to win. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But there's there's lots lots of giveaways, and you and you can enter them all. <laughs> so, Charlie, who are the sponsors that that are going to be donating for World Watercolor Month um, this year? They have eleven sponsors, and so and they're Hanmule Paper, uh, Da Vinci Paint Company. Cheap Joe's, uh, M. Graham Watercolor, Core Watercolors, Daniel Smith Watercolors, Rembrandt Watercolors, uh, Windsor Newton Watercolors, Legion Paper, um, Princeton Brush Company, and um, one of my newest is a company called Color Swell, which actually makes bulk art supplies uh, for children. Oh, I like that. So, um, so yeah, so great sponsors and the, um, and then great giveaways coming from having all of those sponsors. So there's just going to be a lot of cool chances to get some really um, awesome things. When it comes to painting, now you do the sketching every day, right? Yes. And then, so how long do you take when you do a sketch? Um, it's usually only between uh, 15 minutes to wow. uh, 50 minutes, uh, because that's about all the time that I have. And um, one of the things I always tell people is I'm kind of like living proof that you can do it every day, even if you don't have a lot of time. Uh, because I, I do have a full-time day job. I don't. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a creative director by day and then a sketcher blogger by night. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would I, say it like that just so I sound like a I super hero, which is not true at all I either. But... your cape. Isn't that your cape hanging in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I've always wanted a cape. I think I, it'd be really cool. I, I wanted to fly too, but um, that's never happened yet. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, let me ask you, since you do... Um, very quick sketches. What kind of materials do you use? What kind of paper do you use? Um, typically, uh, lately, my, my favorite paper that I've been using is Hanmula. And, Never heard and, of that. And, and, uh, and currently, uh, I've altered between different types of um, paints, and I'm currently using Da Vinci uh, paints. And 
and then I use a Lamy pen and and then an Escada travel brush, Escada Versatile. I, you know what? I, I have not heard of that pen. I have not used of that <laughs> uh, brush. And so let me ask you, when it comes to the paper, I never heard of that paper either. Now, <laughs> does that come in a, a pad, a notebook, or sheets? I, it does, um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and real artists will use those. Um, no, and I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, I literally have not left my sketchbook. I just like to use, I just, I'm just a sketchbook artist in the end, I you know. That's I like to wonderful. Make, I love um, the idea of the sketchbook, yes. It's a little five by eight inch sketchbook, and at one point, I, um, for one entire month, I sketched in a three by five, because that's the other trick I employ is mm -hmm. um, the smaller you sketch, the faster you can paint. So well, you know the other surface. thing with that, <laughs> well, by painting small, like three mm. by five like that, because that really helped me to simplify. Like I used to get caught up in a lot of details when it came to uh, landscapes. And then I moved over to florals and then trying mm -hmm. to go back into landscapes, but I didn't want to get caught up in the detail. So by painting really small, you have to simplify and minimize. And that's yeah. really an excellent way of doing that. So I, that's a fantastic idea with that. And then let me ask you, when it comes to the paint, why are you choosing Da Vinci? What do you like about it? Currently, what I really love about it is that, for one, it's, it's very, um, very consistent. Every time you get a tube, it's always the same. I mean, they're extremely wonderful at that. Also, um, I had used um, M. Graham, which I also really enjoy, because um, I like the honey, the honey-based, kind of the easy, rewettable sort mm -hmm. of uh, effect of that. Da Vinci has an uh, agent that they add to their paints that gives it the same effect. Um, and I also recommend it too, weirdly, is that um, I was told uh, when I was uh, talking about M. Graham that with the honey-based paints, some sketchers, uh, urban sketchers, had said that they had uh, problems with bees. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. So but, I would um, imagine you have to wear your bee suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it was to that extent. Only a few of them had mentioned it, but I was just like, okay, well, if you want the same, uh, if you want that kind of same re easily re-wetting, you know, easy to kind of reconstitute paint, you know, Da Vinci is definitely a great option for that. Uh, but I've never had a problem with bees. Well, so uh, I have this picture in my head now. So here, <laughs> here are the watercolor artists with our capes. And then we've got the other watercolorists with their bee suits on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then, so let me ask you about that pen. What was the name of it? It's a lamb. What do you call that pen that you were using? The lamb uh, Lamy. Lamy. Uh, yeah. Okay. L-A-M-Y. It's a Lamy Safari All-Star. And so why do you like that? Does it, does it, um, does it bleed? Because some artists like to have a sketch where the, um, well, the outline will bleed or is it permanent? Uh, Tell me about it. It would, um, it would if you use the inks that come with it. Uh, those are not um, permanent, but I mm -hmm. use a platinum carbon ink. Mm -hmm. uh, and mostly now I've actually switched to sepia. Ooh, I like that idea. And, um, it just seems to work really well with the watercolor and then uh, kind of blends a little more as opposed to being just a, that, you know, that hard black outline. Mm -hmm. And I really like yeah. the look of it. So, um, so that's, that's what I've been doing mostly now. So, but it didn't stop me from buying lots of the lots of pens because I have a blue one with blue ink and a silver one for black ink. That was my justification in 
buying a bunch of pens because I got addicted. But I know, I know, I, I, I know how we all. I think we all get addicted when it comes to our supplies. <laughs> <clears throat> and so then you also have um, a, a different brush. What brush do you? You have it started with a V. A Skoda uh, Versatile. Did you say Escoda or it started with a V? E Escoda. Oh, Escoda. Oh, I, tried to, I tried to say it. I might have said it wrong. <laughs> because I've got an Escoda, too. Escoda Versatile brush. <laughs> I like that. Okay. And so what do you like about that brush? Is it a um, synthetic that, blend? Is it natural? It's, a, um, it's synthetic. It's a synthetic sable. And I've used a... Um, and I like the synthetics more. I just, I also, I also too, I'm just a crazy animal lover. So I have trouble using the ones that came off animals. Mm -hmm. um, I, so I kind of been a synthetic guy for that reason. But um, the particular uh, one on this, I love the form factor. So it's a travel brush. And even when I'm not traveling, it basically clips back together in its own tube so that you don't have, so that it's super easy to store. And I can, and I do carry things with me, although I'm often just painting at my kitchen counter. Mm, okay. And then, uh, so do you have a particular palette? I mean, if you decided to go out, what is your travel palette like? Or what is the palette that you use? Is it little pans? It's got to be pans, right? Or something um, yeah, that collapses? A little half pan palette. Actually, that's a, um, it's a little silver cheap Joe's, Joe Miller palette. I love Joe. That, that um that actually is the one that uh, shows up a lot on the World Watercolor Month logos and things that you see. I painted that early on, and so that's it's just a it's a tiny little thing, and I love it. <laughs> it's just really well. I'll you can't you. use it to you can't use it for the washes. So I actually have a little a little um, right twelve well palette that I use for uh, to actually put the paint on. But where I keep my paints is still in that little palette. Well, that's a really good idea. I think I'm going to investigate that little palette myself. And um, I'll just have to mention, Joe is fantastic. He's got the best yeah. stories and he's such a funny man. They are wonderful back there. And um, Edwina, she's the one that runs all the workshops back there. The kindest people. I just can't tell you enough about them. And... Um, all right, so that's the the uh, little travel palette that you use. I know for myself, when I do, uh, depending on the type of painting I want to do, I may switch the supplies that I'm using. So that's something that's always mutable. Yeah, and a lot of um, artists have like colors that they just love the color, you know, of, of a certain brand and, you know, so that they always have that one and they can't quite find it in anything else. So yeah, a lot of, especially with paints and different things are that there's always kind of switching around. I often don't switch my art supplies because I just get in kind of a rut. So one of my goals actually in World Watercolor Month is to bounce around and try, um, honestly, a lot of my own art, um, sponsors art supplies during the month and kind of uh, switch around as I'm moving through things. Um, what stops me from doing that is once you get used to, you know, a supply, you know, it goes faster, you know, it gets easier and that sort of thing. But I, but I think it'll be super fun to jump in and just try something, uh, try brand new, brand new things. Well, you know, it's interesting because like uh, when I would do some product testing for Artist uh, Magazine and um, Watercolor Artist Magazine, and anytime they would send new paper or paint, it is like starting all over again. And because you do get so used to your groove and then trying to expand 
can be challenging. It's like yeah, starting all <laughs> over again. But to give yourself that time to experiment is huge. And I know like when I do my florals, I'll use maybe... Uh, well, I use Arches paper and I use mostly Windsor and Newton paints and uh, I like Daniel Smith. I'll do that. And then I have different brushes that I use. But then when I do portraits, I'll use an entirely different type of paper, different types mm -hmm. of brushes. So it really depends what you're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. But it's so much, but it's fun to play. And that's one thing I really want to try to do is um, take a little bit time, more time to play, play some more and experiment a lot more in the future. If anybody wants to see your work, they can go to Doodle Wash or to World Watercolor Group and they'll be able to see anything that you do over there. Um, yeah, mostly, my, mostly on doodlewash.com. If you go to World Watercolor Group, you'll be able to see um, work from thousands of artists, um, many, many, many far more talented than I am. <laughs> it's, an, it's, an amazing, it's an amazing group, you know, I mean, you could definitely, uh, definitely uh, humbled, but at the same time, I mean, I mostly just feel inspired, you know, it's just so amazing to see what this medium um, can do. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, if you felt, how inspired you felt by everybody's work on there, that it just sounds amazing. I've seen it, I've been on it, and I love to uh, see everybody's work, you know, it's just amazing, yeah. and you <clears throat> gather people from all around the world. Is there anything else that you'd like to add to this? What, can you think of anything else that might be really interesting for everybody? Um, I'm not sure on the other side too. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just a word of war warning. If you actually read my posts, again, they are not tutorials. <laughs> they are, they're tutorials on life. So um, I like uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a writer as well. So I'm really a writer illustrator. I'm not, uh, I don't even actually consider myself a painter. If I had to say, if someone asked, I'd say I was an writer illustrator and so so that's really what my posts are about when you go there just so that you're aware of what you might be getting into you'll be reading a story about my grandmother and some <laughs> my mom and a quilt she made you know and things like that but you um, sometimes we'll get some uh, tips and things on watercolor from me but uh, most of those come from my guests well I, I love that and then let me ask you does your um does your partner, does he put anything on World Watercolor Group too? Does he still paint now that you've kind of like taken off? Yeah. <laughs> he did. He did for several months uh, afterwards, but then, um, yeah, and then it kind of uh, faded. He hasn't in a while. So, um, uh, yeah, get him to paint some more. I keep trying to get him to do that, but um, he's moved on to other things while I stayed purely obsessed with watercolor. <laughs> I, I do know how that is. It's like I've... Nothing is the same as watercolor, the transparency, the movement. Now, let me ask you, now you do uh, these illustrations. Are you inspired to move more into a larger paintings or are you quite happy with what you're doing? Um, you right now, I'm super happy with what I'm doing because I can do it and I love showing up every day. I like, uh -huh. I like the, it feels so rewarding, you know, even, even when I don't like what I made and that happens a lot where I, I finished something and I'm, I'm just, it's not what I wanted, but, but I did it. And so yeah. I just feel super excited and happy with myself that I did. Um, but my goal, yeah, when I have more time and um, when I develop more patience, I will probably definitely wanna try larger paintings and um, different uh, techniques, you know, along those lines. But 
right now, I yeah, I'm happy just kind of hanging out in my sketchbook and and then writing my rambles that go along with each each one each day. Well, you just said something that I think is really important is that when you do something and if you're not really happy with it, it's just what do you think about that? I just think it's like, continue on, you know, it's like, that's how you're going to get better. Just practice, practice. Well, practice. I always tell people, um, and that's why in my, you know, my groups, I, I was that I've created, I just saying post, you know, cause people are very shy about posting something and yeah. particularly, um, particularly when they're starting out and also particularly when they're not happy with it. And so the first thing you need to know as an artist, I think is that you are going to be the least happy with whatever you do. Mm-hmm. And, but there's someone out there, someone out there is going to love it. There always is, you know? So once you post it, you've got that one comment or somebody says love mm-hmm. or somebody says, I like this. And, and you just made somebody's day. So don't hold that back, you know, exactly. just put it out there and share. Like I tell people all, all the time to put it up, step away from it because you're going to be your own worst judge. You can't get a, a different perspective. You'll bring in all sorts of other issues into it. Or even if you put it away for a while and come back to it, you'll have a fresh perspective. So yes. I think that's really important. Okay. Well, so we've got, uh, you've got your World Watercolor Group, that World Watercolor Month in July. <laughs> you've got a lot. I think that everybody should check out doodlewash.com and your World Watercolor Group on Facebook, if they're on Facebook. And your giveaways will also be on Doodle Wash too. Is that right? They'll be able to find that? Um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully everywhere. But like I said, um, going to worldwatercolormonth.com and signing up for the newsletter mm-hmm. via the link that you see there is the is the surefire way to not miss anything because there's a lot coming and it'll actually be um, cool things will be starting in June and then we'll kick off July with hopefully as many people as we can um, painting along with us all together. And it would also be really wonderful if uh, anybody that's listening to this is inspired to help the children from the Zebra, uh, Dreaming Zebra Foundation. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, I just really hope that, you know, in the excitement of it all, that we can help spread the word and, um, and then do whatever, whatever we can. I mean, whether it's um, donating dollars or donating actual art supplies, I hope that we'll all come together to do that and make a, make a real difference as we have a heck of a fun time painting 31 watercolors in 31 days. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be joining you. Nate <laughs> <laughs> <Saint> Smallberg. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, gosh, I just, it's hard to find the time. I mean, I you know, got a lot of things going on. Well, and the, the other thing to note though is, is that yes, that's the ultimate challenge. And I even use those words to refer to it. The idea is, is to simply um, use the hashtag World Watercolor Month whenever you post, whatever you post during the oh. month. It helps spread the word. It helps join in the fun. Um, the uh, Yeah, the 31 days is entirely optional. If you can only post once a week or once that month, that's fine. Um, but please use the hashtag so that you can help us spread the word and spread the love. See, that's a really good point. I didn't even, because I don't think we really addressed the hashtag part in while we were talking here. And that would be an uh, a wonderful thing to do. Now, should they do it if they're on different social media or just on uh, Facebook? Everywhere. (laughs) Anywhere you post. Um, And the the cool part is uh, uh, Facebook's hashtags work a little bit differently there. So um, 
Uh, hashtags truly work on Instagram and Twitter and places like that. That's where they work mostly. And those are, and there I can actually aggregate them as well as YouTube. So I'll have a gallery where I'm pulling in all the posts um, and it'll work not very, not immediately real time, but every 15 minutes it will refresh with the latest posts so that we can kind of build this amazing global gallery together. And again, it'll pull from everywhere but Facebook because Facebook and hashtags are, are a strange duo. Um, but um, on Facebook, definitely post in um, the World Watercolor group there to share, share so your work that, there as well. So if somebody's posting on Instagram, they, if they put uh, world water, hashtag World Watercolor group, then that- World Watercolor month. Oh, World Watercolor month. <laughs> world water, yeah. Actually, it works for World Watercolor group too. I have a, um, that throughout the year, there's a gallery aggregating those as well. So- how did you figure this out, all of that? That just sounds completely overwhelming to me. Just finding, I am not, uh, yeah, as more, no more than, I, I'm not a computer programmer, but there's a, there's a lot of clever people, people out there who create cool things. And so I just do a lot of research to find them and ways to kind of pull that into the site. Well, the other thing that would be, uh, from what it sounds like here, is anybody that's thinking about wanting to get their work out there or, you know, being isolated in their own studio or where do you begin? How do you get your work seen? Excellent way to do this. Yes. So, and I think that that's the part too, that uh, my goal with doodlewash.com is really to promote other artists. Um, yeah. I don't do a lot of self-promotion of myself on the site. I just show up every day. So my real goal is to give artists a platform to promote themselves and meet other artists. And I also have a community events calendar on there. If someone has an upcoming exhibition or show, um, they can add it to the calendar on Doodle Wash so that we can help spread the word and let people know about it. Um, free of charge, everything's free for artists there. Well, let me ask you, how many people do you have? Uh, do you know how many people you have on Doodle Wash? Um, on Doodle Wash, um, which is, I don't even know that I went into the full features. <laughs> there's, <laughs> a, there's a full social media on Doodle Wash itself. Um, you can log in with Facebook on doodlewash.com and join the group that's there. And this one I started because it's a much smaller group. I haven't actually advertised it very much. It's kind mm -hmm. of just word of mouth. Mm -hmm. um, but there's about 22 artists there. Um, 2,200 artists, I should say. <laughs> That's uh, kind of a, a, little a little bigger. bit of a difference there. <laughs> <laughs> there might be like only about 22 that show up every single day, though. I'm not sure. But, but, there's, but it's another uh, smaller and more intimate group um, mm -hmm. than the World Watercolor group on Facebook, which is nearing about 70,000 artists. Um, so this one uh, is really fun, and it's really been a joy to kind of watch. There's a, a members gallery uh, it's, but it's a full social network. You can post and talk about your work. Uh, and it's, it's also a good place to post if you don't want to post it on Instagram or some of the ones where it's larger yet. You know, it's as much, it's much safer, smaller space. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely encourage that. It's a good starting point. If someone um, has, hasn't posted yet at all, mm -hmm. come to Doodle Wash. <laughs> Share <see>. with us. <laughs> and so people post events too, like if they're going to have a paint out or something like that, or like their um, own gallery show. And, or, yeah. yeah, nice. I like that. Yeah, I'm trying to get more people to do it. Um, I put it out there, but it's, it's funny when you are an artist who has a site, everyone assumes that like all other sites, it is, it is more about you. You know, you're focusing on your work, your stuff, and, 
And Doodle Wash is extremely different. I just happened to blog on, on it. Um, well, you know, nobody can make it just by themselves. It is about building relationships. So, yeah. you know, it, so the more people you connect with, the better it is. Yeah. And I think the, the key on Doodle Wash is just the fact that I really am trying to create a platform so that um, we do have that sense that we're stronger together, that people can kind of, you know, market themselves and let people know and, and I, I'll help them spread the word about what they're doing because, I mean, it's cool. Plus, you know, I want to know. I want to be in the know. <laughs> when I first started uh, teaching, I had artists tell me, oh, you don't want to do that because you don't want to share what you do with other people. And I don't know how, I, for one, I liked the interaction with people and I don't know how to hold things back. So I think it's good that we all work together as, as, as much as possible. We learn so much from each other. Yeah, I know. And I think that, and, and even it's funny when we talk about learning, um, you learn a lot just by uh, finding out about the artists themselves. Uh, a lot of times for the features and things that I post on artists, they're telling their story. They're not necessarily telling you how to paint. They're telling you about their own art journey and, you know, and how they got over their fears mm -hmm. and how, uh, you know, and it, to me, that's also just immensely helpful and and really is a, is, is a different thing that we uh, can learn. And to be honest, I, I read them every time they come through and I'm always inspired because there, it's hard to stay, like I said, I've never even appeared on audio until this moment. Um, I'm not. I pulled uh, you out of the shadows. Yeah, you pulled me right out of the shadows. So, <laughs> I mean, as much as I can talk about it, I mean, yeah, I face the same kind of, you know, fears that all artists face of thinking, oh, you know, my work, it's not, it's not a big painting. It's just a little thing in my sketchbook. You know, it's not something that's worthy of being called art potentially, you know, and that is something that, you know, just isn't true. Right. I mean, right. anything we make um, is, is called art by whoever deems it art. You know, I mean, art is a very in, uh, non-specific thing. <laughs> well, uh, when, uh, because you did post um I was a guest artist on your Doodle Wash. And one thing that I uh, said in that article is that I would not have shown my work if it wasn't for a parking ticket. And <laughs> that's what pulled me out of the shadows. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, thank you, Charlie. I think that we've, um, I, I think that we've, basically covered so much in this and I'm really excited about it and I hope people listen to this because I think it's very inspiring for people and I, I hope that they come and visit Doodle Wash and World Watercolor Group and join World Watercolor Month and also donate to Dreaming Zebra. We've got a lot of wonderful things that um, we can share with other artists. Awesome. And thank you so much for having me and pulling me out of the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in some of my workshops, I would say, follow me, follow me through the shadows. And that's in the painting. I never thought of it in these terms. Wow. See, you're, you're good. You're really good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, do you see that? That's my cape back there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're very well. Okay, Charlie, thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. And I'll be posting on um, World Watercolor Group and 
doodle wash. I'll take a look and I'll try to balance everything I'm doing too. And I want to participate with you. And I'm excited about trying to get people into some of my July workshops so I can help donate to the Dreaming Zebra Foundation. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you as an artist ambassador and glad you had me here today. Oh, thank you so much. We're lucky to be artists. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, Charlie. All right. Okay. Take Bye -bye. care. Bye. <laughs>